Hello, my dear ones. Boy, you didn't have very many good questions. No juicy ones. That's good. You don't want to know the juicy side of Dr. Morris. You see these new books? You guys, I'm so proud of you. Holy crap. Look at that. Tell me that ain't cool looking. Oh, I love that. Look at that. That's cool looking. You guys are doing good, amazing work. Bringing the higher stuff out of you, isn't it? It's really opening you up and bringing up the higher stuff. Todd, hell of a letter. Love you too. Thanks for the compliments. I love you too, my friend. I'm glad your family and you're doing well, Todd. There have been some comments on the YouTube. <laughs> but it's like this one guy says. Uh, YouTube are a bunch of extreme left-wing government control corrupt uh, nitwits. I love this guy. <laughs> when the corrupt medical profession puts some other medical bullcrap, I know. Eh? <laughs> this is Nick. Nick, you're right on, man. I tell you what. But how would we have ever known the level that this is if it wasn't for the Trumps? Say what you want about him, but boy, did he pop open a can of worms. It's like, holy crap. And other ones go, oh, oh, oh my God. <laughs> we're everywhere. We're, we're corrupt everywhere now. And it's like, oh, my God. But, um, yeah, Marco, that was fun. You know, uh, I'm a pretty simple guy. I'm a recluse kind of guy. Uh, not really into sports. The only sport I think I'd be into would be between two people. <laughs> okay, so let's get to some of the uh, situations that are out there. We've got one coming in from California, you know, and it's like sad stuff out there, you know. It? And the problem is people don't know where to go, you know, we're, I'm going to show you pictures of this because some of you probably haven't seen this poor lady with her jaw way out here and, you know, open to the teeth and all that. And, and the question was, how, how could anyone let her get to this point? Well, when you do not understand the lymphatic system and you live with the theory that man is primarily in a state of alkalosis, because if you listen to oncologists and things like this, they're always touting alkalotic states. I suppose this is why they can use the uh, acid side of chemistry in pharmaceutical world. Because to me, most pharmaceuticals are acids, acetates and all kinds of things out there. So you have the chemistry bump and you always have to ask yourself what side of chemistry we're talking about here. Because no matter how you shake it and throw it out there, you either have two sides of chemistry, which one are we talking about? And then when we see that. So these are some of the primary problems that medical doctors have is seeing the body in a state of alkalosis. Remember I told you that chemist that came to me? Now this is a full bore chemist. I'm not, I didn't have that level of chemistry. And so he is, a, you know, he's a chemist for a big corporation coming in with the rashes all over him, and he said, I'm in a high state of alkalosis. I said, I beg your pardon, you're in a high state of acidosis. He said, bullshit, I'm in a state of alkalosis. So we went back and forth a little bit. But he followed me, right? 
make a long story short, he cleaned up his skin and everything. He came in sweating one day. I mean, we're telling you about this. Came in really sweating, and I'm smiling like a big thing. I already have a piece of pH papers, and I said, here. He goes, hmm. Paper didn't even change. <laughs> so he was he's a chemist, and he was taught wrong for the basis of chemistry, particularly in the human body. So it's interesting. We're going to address this particular issue, me and Pat, in the lymphatic book. We're going to address both of these issues for medical doctors. But when you look at the lymphatic system, it is an acid-based system. That's why you see the high amount of lipids. And if, 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 if people were in a state of alkalosis like that, you put them on fruit or you put them on uh, vegetables even, you would throw them into seizures and everything else. See, you can have areas of the body highly alkalotic, but um, you know, acids are the final issue of everything. That's just, but how life breaks itself down and then builds itself up, breaks itself down and builds itself up. We do the same thing. We create something. I don't like that. Tear it down and build something else. All right. Dear Dr. Morris, my name is Romilly, R-O-M-I-L-L-Y, Romilly. I'm uh, emailing on behalf of my mom, uh, Tracy. She was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis, or as you would call it, acidosis, several years ago. Yeah, RA, typical uh, bodybuilders, typical uh, sports people, especially those. And the, the differences, in, 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 what, what I've seen in cases between the rheumatoid and the osteo, and you're going down that line, uh, sulfur. I see in almost every single RA case I've ever had, the bottom line was sulfur. Well, sulfur is highly acidic, irritating to the gut tissue, and it creates what? Fungus. It is a fungal proliferator. Well, what type of chemistry does fungus leave? Uric acid. Now, uric acid is that little pinprick Ow, 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 acid. And uh, so you see that. And then, of course, those that are pumping the high proteins are always going to get the loss of calcium and the, and, and the arthritis or whatever you want to call acidosis, systemic bad stuff. And you know, when you go in years and years and years, you're born that way. You're, you're born with either formulas or acid mother's milk. Uh, you're put in a, a life of meats and dairies and stuff. What health? I'm amazed that the human body is, is at the level it is. That's why when you see those that are on fruit attain these high levels of energy and, and uh, endurance and, and that sort of thing and flexibility, you're going, whoa, 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 whoa. Because we're eating all the foods that agglomulate. Man's predominantly diet is an agglomulative diet. It's very mucus forming. It's very uh, um, uh, agglomerative. It's, it, it's stagnant. So we get stiff and we get tight and all the things like that. And especially when what? Your kidneys are not filtering. That's when you really know. You work out, you work real hard one day and you're real sore the next. 
That shows you how slow your kidneys are filtering. And metering that to how quick you can get your flexibility back shows you how bad your lymphatic system is. The past few years, she has come off all medication recently, has been trying to follow your protocols, but is struggling because she's not very mobile. So this makes it hard for her to get around and do the things she would like. Well, I think the most important thing with her is that you do the uh, the fruit, the berries, and the melons. If you can get her some uh, vegetables, once in a while, maybe some steamed vegetables. Uh, this is really, you want to use the herbs to get the kidneys to filter. So I would use the two of the kidney formulas, uh, a lymphatic formula. I'd do two dropperfuls of the endocrine gland formula. And if, if she can afford it, I would hitchhike another adrenal gland on there. I'd be looking at her pituitary and her parathyroid. Why? Because you want that calcium that's a eh, 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 back in matrix. So you, you, you're trying to bring in hydration, but also a utilization, right? So without the hormones from the parathyroid gland, you don't utilize calcium. And that's one of the problems. It isn't the calcitonin. So it's a para. I've looked at this for years. And I can just tell you that the parathyroids are key. So if you got a pituitary down, you got to imagine that the parathyroid is down from that. And is it down by itself from all the mucus and congestion through the family traits and all that? And now you have a weak parathyroid gland in and of itself cellularly. But I would stay away from too much of the acid fruit, to be honest with you. You know, the, the dark grapes are really going to be the real alkalizers, uh, the dark greens. You have to do the greens. But again, chewing problems. She loves you and your work. She has all your herbs and watches every video you make. Well, love you, honey. Yeah, dig in. Dig in and, uh, you know, if you have to, use steamed or cooked vegetables to kind of uh, give that balance in your world. Because uh, it, you know, it's going to be a road to get all your body hydrated and to get these acids filtering out. Make sure you get this. Make sure you get kidney filtration. Uh, I, I don't even know what to say about it. I think we've all learned that that's the key. Uh, you put a smile on her face, which is rarely seen these days. <laughs> Hey, I call a spade a spade. Sorry. <laughs> I was just emailing to see if you could email back or make her a video with some inspiration as it's her birthday on the 23rd of November. Well, that's coming up. Heck, that's close to Christmas. That's a double whammy. That's when you get double the presents. <laughs> yeah. Mom and Dad on uh, on your birthday and all the friends and then Christmas, Santa Claus. Uh, kind regards. <coughs> Excuse me. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, sweetheart, listen. Love you guys for watching and putting up with this old man. You know, it's been a journey and it still is one. And it's an incredible one if you link into it. That's all I got to say. Uh, but to get out of this RA... You've got to get on the hydration, the alkaline side of chemistry, no question. And you got to, this is all lymphatic stagnation. This, this isn't blood stagnation. This is lymphatic stagnation. 
and uh, you've got it. And the eyes, my friend, take a look at her eyes. Uh, see the level that she's at, because this is the big thing. Always use iridology. If you ever get a savings up and you want to take a cat class, learn iridology. And then you could do iridology on the side for a living. I was going to do just iridology because, as usual, the medical community has ruined people's ideas of nature paths and things like this. I mean, they're just, these sometimes are pigs. And it's just uh, such a beautiful science. So I'm here to step it right on their foreheads back. Naturopathy is here to stay. And like it or not, the medical community is the one wavering because of the kill rate. You can't have a kill rate at that level and claim you're, you're there to help people with their diseases. It's time you grow up out of those old antiquated 18 to 1900 theories and philosophies that are bullshit, that has nothing to do with reality. Chemistry is your reality. Science is your reality. Now, how science, chemistry ever taught chemists that the human body is fighting in states of alkalosis? I just can't get that. You, if you trace it out, Trace all your cribs and everything out. Trace all your cycles out, your activity cycles of cells, muscles, whatever, and trace it all out. And what do you find is the main eliminative factor of the human body, and it isn't alkalized. That's it. If it was alkalized, you wouldn't be getting better on these uh, fruits. And I, again... I want to address that because it's it's crazy. People people don't. Uh, this chemist was confused, really. This is William, William Bill. I had a good friend. His name was Bill. He was the president of the Outlaws of Ohio. Hell, he walked into a Hell's Angel bar once. They beat the living crap out of him. Put him in the hospital. This is Bill. He got back out, went right back in the Hell's Angels bar. They said, Jesus, criminy, man, come on up. Yeah, they finally got him carrying a piece of a gun going across straight lines. But he was he had his bad days. <laughs> Estonia, age 27, wow. Can you explain that people are doing so good on carnivore diet? No, they're not. This is the second one that's asked me. You don't do good on a carnivore diet. Try it. <laughs> Especially your suffering and everything else. Go ahead and try a carnivore diet. It's stimulative. And if you're going to do it, let me suggest you do it raw. Start getting used to raw meat because if you're going to live just on meat, you need all the chemistry that you can get out of there. Remember, you're, 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 you're trying to consume a food that is not really a food, it's a byproduct. Now, it might be a food to a carnivore, but it's not a food for a primate or a frugivore or a herbivore. And if you really examine most omnivores, meat is not high on the menu. You know, it is, if, especially for those that are opportunists that have to grab something. But So... I've been doing this all my life, and I, I, 
these people are full of crap. You want to do good eating dead animals, you go right ahead. I do not promote that. I do not. There's nothing healthy about it. It is a, it, it is a calcium uh, uh, withdrawal from the human body. It is acidotic. It is, it, I can just go on and on and on how bad meat eating is. And we just, we do not have the gut tissue for it. The gut tissue for a carnivore is smooth. Ours is ringed for maximum absorption. And we can go on and on and on with fenestrated cells and the types. Uh, you can go on and on and on. And the fact that the body doesn't reabsorb protein very well at all, uh -uh, because it's an acid. You can go on and on and how these proteins are uh, uh, attaching to cells. Uh, you can go on and on and on and on how bad protein is. And that the fact that when you eat a protein, what now has to take place? When you eat a, a piece of a carnivore, dead animal, what does your body now have to do with it? You break it down, right? All right, okay, so let's look at that. It starts out as, a, as an acid-ash food, right? All right, so it has hydrochloric acid. Well, wait a minute, hydrochloric acid doesn't change uh, phosphorus. It doesn't change the elements. Uh, it's just there to inspire uh, pepsin and to uh, break apart the... Look at a protein like a, a brick wall. You want individual bricks, and your body can only pick what it needs of the individual bricks. But society comes along and says, oh, the piece of meat has all these complete amino acids or bricks. Now, we have to eat the whole brick. We have to eat the whole wall. It's totally stupid. Doesn't even fit in, in, in any of the vertebrates except the carnivore, which is you know, sick karma. But that's just predators. You have to have that, right? But they have to have a special way to survive it because they stink. They sleep excessively. They have low endurance because of this. You know, there's a lot of things that that species suffers with because of this. Right? And it's an aggressive species. That's not the human species. So if you get a lot of kids out there and you got a lot of people out there that want to try different things and do things, go right ahead. But your claims are baseless, in my opinion. You sit clinically and you're looking at someone that comes in with RA and you're going to put them on a meat diet, that means that you don't have a brain one. Yeah, you would never do that. I've seen medical doctors do that over and over and over to cancer patients, and guess what happens to their uh, cancer markers? Every time. Guess what happens to them when they go on protein, high-protein diets? Oh, shit, you got to go to Dr. Marsh. Yeah, right? Medical doctors, you can put people on fruits, berries, and melons just like we do. What's the gig? Who cares? Admit the American uh, uh, dietitian, uh, or Dietetic Society is one that has had their heads up their butt for so long, they don't even know what is healthy. They don't know the chemistry or the magnetic energy of foods. They don't know the ashes of foods. They don't know any of that. It's this little game they play. It's unbelievable. We've got medical doctors that are helping people with fruits, berries, and melons, using herbs, curing up lymphedemas, and things like that out there. And these medical doctors are going to be the ones that get the reputations. 
I'm actually researching what would be the best diet uh, possible and came across your work. I totally understand your point of view. However, I would like to know how do you explain that so many people, there are not so many people, dear one. People just want to want to eat it, not cl mental clarity, good sleep, bull, mm -mm. healing autoimmune diseases. You will have to prove it to me because that's a huge lie. You don't cure autoimmune diseases with proteins. That's, that's, that's insanity. I totally understand the acid alkaline concept. Well, you better because that's chemistry. That's not a concept. It's chemistry. There's acids and there's bases. Get, your, get yourself your, your, your element charts. Start studying chemistry. Chemistry is acid or base, and each one has its own thing. And you're, you're saying to the people that you're going to get well eating an acid ash food. And this is what people have been eating. You're saying that you eat the same type of diet everybody's eating and you're going to do better. You just eat more of the dead animal part of it. Oh, but we can throw some fruits and vegetables on the tops and make it look good. That's what people want. You go ahead. I'd highly advise you if you're dealing with cancers, you're diagnosed diseases, autoimmune, you don't trust some people's kids saying that, oh, you can overcome autoimmune problems eating dead animals. Nature doesn't even show that. Nature doesn't show species that go out and go, I'm going to eat all meat. Now, we, we do know, and, we, and thanks, Pat, for bringing this back up because I used to talk about this case where this man had lymphoma went to Alaska because he heard this elder could cure lymphomas. Remember that story? And the elder put him, he asked, the guy asked him, well, what can I do? You know, how, how do I overcome this? And the elder said, I want you to start eating all this rotten meat. Put him on rotten meat. Now, was the rotten meat healthy for you? No, not at all. But how did the rotten meat help his auto, autoimmune, if you want to use that word? How does he help that? <laughs> bacteria because when you have diagnosed with an autoimmune you're diagnosed with what a sewer system problem and you don't eat dead animals when you have a sewer system problem so anybody that wants to do it, you go right ahead you think you can cure your autoimmune problems but don't come with me with tumors way out here because you've been on a high protein diet and uh oh oh crap it destroys kidneys and gut tissue. You can go on and on with the studies about relating meat eating to gut tissue damage. So all of this stuff you're saying here is just hype, hype, hype. Chemistry's real. Acid base, those are not theories. Those are realities. And chemistry is made of electromagnetic energies, frequencies, positive and negative, realities. These are reality. Science is reality as much as you get to the point where it doesn't warp itself. But this idea that you're going to get overcome all these problems that you have from eating meat by eating more meat is screwed up. And if I'm a naturopath out there, don't you dare buy into that crap. It's hard enough to pull someone out of tumors and stuff just on fruit let alone add dead animal meat to that, add the other side of chemistry to that. You're trying to hydrate over here and you're dehydrating over here. 
I mean, you know, the only way you're going to have a better environment eating dead animals is if it's raw, raw, raw. And then it's electrical, because you still have all the chemistry coming through. You got still blood and lymph before it rottens. But what is a piece of meat? Take a look at what you're saying to yourself. When you say animals overcome and everything, take a look at what you're saying. Take, take meat apart and look at the chemistry of it. Where's your ATP stuff? Where, where, where's your carbohydrates? They're little, a little bit. You got cells, you've, you've got structures, you've got, you, you're talking about eating dying and rotten things, and that's gonna make you healthy. I think these people are full of crap as far as you can get. Okay, this is Joseph. This is 53 year old man, five foot 10 inches, 180 pounds. Sarcoidosis of the lungs. You know, geez. There's all kinds of scarring of the lungs. It's just, oh my God, unbelievable. Going back to what we were just talking about, acid cytochemistry. If you really understand the acid cytochemistry, you're going to keep that just like nature does as the little brother. You're going to put your arms around the two big sisters, calcium and magnesium. But you're going to keep that little brother kind of right there because you have to have him. But you can't have too much of him. Because if you have too much phosphorus, what happens to the two sisters? Okay? So everything is in a homeostasis. So when you start seeing scar tissue, you start seeing burning of tissue, you can, you can sit there and go, oh, I'm in a state of alkalosis. I, I'm in a state of ammonia, and that's a easy to correct. You're truly in a state of acidosis systemically and locally. That's the other problem to this. So the one system you have to deal with is your lymphatic system. The blood is flowing through your lungs, but your lymphatic system. Now, I'm going to go two kidney formulas. I'm going to go a lymphatic formula. I'm also going to go to the lung formula, right? Now, it's possible you're going to go into some bronchitis or something. If you've ever had that or pneumonia, it's possible. And it's not a disease. It's just your body has to kick out what's in there. You don't have a symptom if your body's clean and healthy. That's the bottom line. There's no such thing as diseases. It's all about chemistry and, and what you're eating and its effect. And everybody wants to eat uh, the things that are making everybody sick. Look at this crap that's out there. I want to drink your urine. I want to eat your crap. I want to eat dead animals. They all make you healthy. I don't know what channel you guys are listening to, but it isn't a health channel. <laughs> Holy crap. Sorry for the pun. I have a hard time breathing through. My oxygen level is normal. All right, so here's another thing to this. Your adrenal glands. You want to hit those because you've got to hit the kidneys anyway. You've got to get your lymphatic system moving so your body can break up all this scar tissue and stuff. Now, remember the other component? Breathing is a blood event? Nope. Breathing is a lymphatic event. 
Nope. Breathing is a neurological event. Yep. So, autonomic event, right? Adrenal glands, neurotransmitters, hit it. Because you know you've got kidney and adrenals. This is a big part of the matrix of this. So you want to really hit that. Uh, brain and nerve, I would, to enhance that. If your blood pressure is high, get those kidneys filtering. And as it goes down, remember when it hits below 120, hit licorice root. Because it is going to go low on you. I guarantee you're going to see some low blood pressure on this. So you just keep that in mind. You want neurotransmitters to keep your breathing up. Always use your pulse line. If it gets too shanty, put your fingers here and feel your pulse and hold it there until it starts beating loud. And you'll be able to, you'll feel your body take a deep breath. You know, little things like that. Work on your neural lymphatic points. Very important to work on these neural lymphatic points, especially up in the upper uh, CTs. Get down in that lower lumbar where the kidneys are and work those. Got to get yourself filtering and hydrated. That's how you break up scar tissues and adhesions. You can't break, you can't break up what's created in an acid medium by more acids. You want to eat more acids? but you're stuck with acidic mediums. These are not alkaline mediums. Yeah, you got mine. I have been on steroids, which haven't helped. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're anti-inflammatory, but you've got neurological here as well. So you want to hit that, uh, those adrenal glands. And if, if, if your blood pressure isn't too high, I, I would do the licorice root just to kind of see if I can get inspire some neurotransmitter production. I had a Moderna shot two years ago for work mandate. Okay, so here's a guy that's been vaccinated with the COVID vaccines. So no wonder. You get some serious stuff going on here. So you have no choice. If you want to keep your physical form, you, you must get yourself to a frugivorous type thinking, at least for the next year. Uh, if you have to eat some salads and work that way, fine. Green drinks, fine. But move yourself up. Do a grape fast, water fast, things like that. Because you are against your lymphatic system. And your lymphatic system is just a product of chemistry. You're learning that chemistry has two sides to it. And the one side can make this system agglomerated and hard and forming tumors and cysts and boils and pimples and skin. Oh, oh, we're going down the road of diseases. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, okay. After two years, I'm in the same spot. What do you suggest for herbs? I have had skin cancers removed. See, your lymphatic system is a, pardon me, kids, close your ears, shithouse mess. Man, you're, you, you, got, you got serious lymphatic thing. You could get your kidneys going or you're going to, you, you know, the, that's where your core is, issue, kidney and adrenals. Remember, you need those neurotransmitters to breathe. So you can help them with the pulse lines and stuff like that. But at the same time, you... Um, uh, you want to get those adrenals up because you've been on steroids. Guess what now? Your adrenals are going to go, well, you know what now? Uh, I, I didn't really have to do anything. Everything's been done for me, and I don't even know what to do anymore. <laughs> so you might want to t pick up a glandular, about a 400 milligram uh, glandular, adrenal glandular, and um, do one twice a day, you know? because that'll help inspire cells of the adrenal glands 
You know, you bring someone strong in a room of weak people, pretty soon people are starting to go, oh, you know. You get Ben in a room. <laughs> people go, oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, Ben. Oh, yeah. You know, you start his energy or your energy influences the whole room, no question about it. I said this before, walk into a big room and everybody's laughing, just laughing, having a good time, cutting up. You don't know, you just walked in there, you don't know what's going on. Pretty soon there's you know, a smile on your face and pretty soon you start laughing, you don't even know why the hell you're laughing. Law of homeostasis. My blood pressure is, I thought so. My blood pressure is high and I take meds for that. Oh, this is Josh from Arizona. Josh, listen, man. <laughs> You're 53, so you got to get on the fruit diet, like it or not. You're in Arizona right now. I don't know the weather should be good, so try to hit a grape diet. I would try to try to inspire some kidney performance. Keep in mind, watch your blood pressure because as you get your kidneys opened up and filtering, that blood pressure is going to go. And I can guarantee you, your top systolic number is going to go a little low, and you're going to feel it breathing even more. Because that's where your problem is. It's a pseudo high. So your real problem is, again, the weakness within these tissues. And again, as I, I keep harping on it, but get a picture of your eyes and take a look at what you're really going on. Take a look at the bronchioles. Take a look at the lungs on each side. Take a look and see if you have nerve rings. Take a look at the kidney and adrenal matrixes, stuff like that. What's your lymph system look like? If not, send a picture in there and we'll, we'll go over it with everybody. But you want to remember those adrenals and your breathing a neurological event. They're working on steroids and anti-inflammatories, but you need to enhance neurological function, right? So that's real important in that side, but you've got to get this acid out of your tissues because you're scarring not only the lung, but look at what else. You're popping up uh, basal cells or whatever on the skin. In other words, your body is agglomerated, bam, and you're just burning up. You're burning your cells up. It's just all that is, Josh. And so when you turn that around, hydrate, that burning comes out of there. And you start rebuilding yourself. The scars and all this will come out of here. I can't even tell you the cases that uh, makes you just sick to your stomach when you're just scarred so bad. What is it? That, what do they call that? They're just so scarred so bad. Oh. Uh, this is Cindy from the United States. She's 65. Cindy at 65. She's six foot and inches. You're six foot, honey? <laughs> Please help. Drastic weight loss from raw fruit. What does that mean? When you have drastic weight loss from raw food, you've got some serious malabsorption, honey. That's serious malabsorption. And that's when you see, because not everybody gets skinny on fruits, and at a certain point, you'll start seeing your muscles come back on you. But I've said this before, and it's not our tactic, it's how nature works. When you put your body into a hydrated alkaline state, in other words, you're bringing in your uh, electrons, you, you, you know in chemistry or in physics what, physics what happens. So this is how the protons, you know, balance themselves out. They steal the electrons. It's just chemistry. So hydration begins to take place. Neutralization begins to take place. The same thing, a homeostasis. In other words, your teeter-totter is down here with the acids, and as you put the alkalis on, you're going to bring it up and balance it out. 
And the beautiful thing about this is you don't have to think about the chemistry of it because nature already has the chemistry set in these fruits, berries, and melons, and vegetables. Perfect. So to reach a homeostasis, you don't have to, to extract, potenize, and bring back individual constituents. That doesn't work either. Tried it, been there, done it. Nope. You want the whole food to bring about its own homeostasis because the body will kick out what it doesn't want. Uh, it'll bring itself into balance. Uh, but when you have a highly agglomerated state and you're eating your dead animals and their milks, you can't get a hydrated state. You can't get a hydrated state eating acid proteins. That's not how you hydrate. These are more proton-rich foods. So... I don't know where in chemistry, even in physics, that someone could even think that eating dead animals can make you healthy. That blows me away. A lot of liars out there. Liars, liars, pants on fires. But you're six foot and 122 pounds. Again, what you think about the pituitary gland? Because if your pituitary is still in an active and overactive uh, uh, condition, that would also explain why you're so skinny. So, again, you want to kind of, I know, I mean, you've got, you've got two things to think about. You've got to achieve a homeostasis where you can get hyperactivity out of these because to, have, to get six foot as a female, you have to have a hyperpituitary gland. Now, we can say that the sinuses can be impacted in a hyperstimulating lymphatic stagnation around the pituitary. Some people get tumors on the pituitary and it hyperstimulates them, stuff like that. But that's how you get hyper... And remember, it's all tied to the transverse colon as well. You could conceivably have a lot of inflammation irritation on the transverse colon and pick that up through the pituitary. So again, when you see all these different parts of the body, you can't get confused with all that because eating a homeostatic diet homeostats the body. This idea of biochemistry and we got to, you know, figure it out and, and make supplements and do this is just hogwash. That's how the industry's made money, but it comes out of this idiocy of diseases, this idiocy in the natural health field of deficiencies. It's all ridiculous stuff. Again, you cannot tout deficiency until you fix like this poor lady, she's got two things to think about. Not only does she have the pituitary to think about, but she has malabsorption. Now, wait a minute. We just talked about the transverse colon affecting the pituitary, but we also deal with mal... Oh, 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 they're connected. Oh, that's it. See? So, when your transverse colon is affecting your sinuses and head area, you're malabsorbed. See what I mean? This is all about stagnation of a, a gigantic immune system slash sewer system, period. And this planet has an extreme lack of understanding of how sewage works. <laughs> all right, my name is Cindy. My partner Lynn went raw vegan with me about three years ago and ended up in the hospital. He was at a lower weight then, has than his father was, who was a POW. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you, uh, you're talking about major malabsorption. You're talking about Asian. So you're, you're, this is totally gut. 
Lynn was 115 and told to eat meat to gain back his weight because the plant fats weren't helping him. <laughs> you want to put fat on? See, that's the other problem. When your lymphatic system is that bad, what is fats used for by the body predominantly? Not just a little cushion and things. That's your extra fat. Yeah, that's your lymphatic system. And uh, that's, that's an issue. He did and gained 30 pounds immediately. Yeah, but you pay the acid price, see, and that's the problem. There's where you run in the catch-22. He was looking good in appearance, but hated having to eat animals to do it. After a while, the beef wasn't helping, and his weight started going back down again. Hello. Oh, was that lady you talking about eating dead animals? Here you go. After a while, the beef wasn't helping, and his weight started going back. And during that time, he acidified his body even that much more. So now he's got to go back and fix the time he lost on doing that. It's difficult... For the average person who has no clue about health, that just eats, they just eats, eats out of McDonald's, eats, eats uh, uh, Red Lobster or wherever, uh, you know, just goes out and eats at these places. Good food, not so good food, whatever. All of this is not the food of man at all. This is all what we got used to, and you know, kind of warped man, kind of warped himself in terms of the type of diet. For some reason, there's some of you out there feel like you just have to have dead animals. Okay, then eat dead animals. Let me highly recommend, though, that you reduce it to something like a chicken and that you put uh, 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 a lightly, lightly seared chicken breast on, on, a, on, a, on a salad or just eat it raw. Oh. Yuck. Uh, that's when we discovered you and what a terrific blessing that was. We decided to go all fruit. We brought as much fruit as we could find. We live up north in Wa Washington State. Oh, that's cold. Ooh, ooh. Okay. So if you live up in Washington State, I got to ask, how's the view? Do you know what I mean? How's the view? The view. I mean, that's a hot spot. Rainier, Washington, Mount, all these. Oh, yeah. Uh, but we were moving to Florida to eat the fruit we couldn't find here. Anyway, we decided to put our whole trust in you, so Lynn stopped his diabetic insulin. Wow. And his numbers didn't really change. They range at about 300 now. The numbers were at 287 consistently with the insulin. With the insulin. My concern uh, besides that is about Lynn's losing weight again. Is there anything he can do besides eat fatty fruit uh, to up his calories? What about a fast metabolism? See, that might, that's what I'm thinking. Here's six foot involved here. Uh, if this is the case, right? Uh, is this Lynn that's six foot, Cindy? Uh, because that would, you know, she could have a fast metabolism. But how do you correct that? Here, here's the catch-22. How do you correct a hyperactive uh, pituitary? you got to clean the gut, right? you got to get in and clean the gut because of that relationship. you got to get the sinuses draining because of that relationship. So you've got gut. So there's a stomach and bowel formula, GI Renew or something, right? Then you've got, uh, you've got the lymphatic and you've got kidneys to drain. 
So you got all these things. This is why you see the kits the way they are and designed the way they are. There is a serious focus that I have in opening your doors up. You know, it's just things I've learned all these years that makes it easier for you. <laughs> but uh, that's some of the catch-22s is getting it excessively thin, obviously. But again, the key, get a picture of your eyes and take a look. There's your answers of what you're dealing with. If you don't know how to read them, send them in here. But that's what you're dealing with. And you're showing it in your iris. So just get a picture of that. And, and let's take a look. And you'll see what's going on there. But symptomology suggests hyper uh, pituitaryism, a little bit anyway. Uh, you mentioned somewhere off of insulin. Okay, so are we talking type 1 type 2? If Lynn, I'm going to guess type 1, uh, pancreatic, but that's just a guess, all right? So, uh, again, we're into gut tissue, we're into the branches of the tree, we're into the lymphatics, because if you, if you stop initially and you go, oh, look, I'm back at my great-great-grandmother's day, and boy, everybody was a lot healthier. Yeah, oh, they didn't eat so much meat, but yeah, they had a lot more vegetables back then, they ate out of the gardens and stuff like that. And as time has gone on, and as man has devitalized the rices and devitalized the grains and pushed grains on man as some kind of wonder food, which it's not, you know, we're now having excessive fungal problems, excessive sugar problems because of this. So this is what you see out there. Excessive protein or excessive sugar. Does anybody ever think to come to the middle? You know? Too much starch and too much protein. Body doesn't like either one of them. Just look at digestion of protein. It doesn't stay a protein, does it? And if you absorb a protein, not a friendly fella, let me tell you. And then if it's released into a cell or outside of the blood system, it, it's, the blood doesn't want it back in. Proteins are the least reabsorbable into the blood. Remember your A&P class the other night? But so when you think about that and you really look at it, you realize protein is not the wonder at all. No, not at all. Sugar is. People go, sugar? You know, but again, man just ruins everything. You know, it's sad. You have some sick humans that love to ruin things for everybody else. And some of these sick humans go, hey, eating all meat will help you overcome autoimmune problems. Jesus criminy. So, if you can get to all fruit, again, going back to the fruit that is a little more like may may and stuff like that, believe this or not, you start picking up a little sucrose. So, some of those fruits might not help his blood sugar a lot. When you're dealing with simple fruits with suc uh, uh, fruit uh, toast, you, you are going to keep that blood sugar down. If you can keep his blood sugar down right at 200, that'd be perfect. Again, though, I would work on the pancreas, but you don't know whether it's a neurological weakness to the pancreas. So, again, I always add brain and nerve to my formulas uh, just to hop up on the nervous system. Again, you're looking at autonomic control. So, again, you're going to the adrenal glands and look at that because even the type 1 always has adrenals involved. Type 2 is the adrenals. 
I'm going to use their language, but type 1 is, is even though the beta cells can be the adrenals, neurological. So all of this, you have to look at that, and the eyes are very helpful when you have multiple problems like this. Look at the pancreatic area, look at the liver gallbladder area, because whenever I see type 1s, I'm going to go right over the liver gallbladder because they're right across the street. You know, and when the lymphatic system's backed up in one, guess what? It's backed up everywhere. Remember, you're, you're, this system is head to toe. This system is designed to extract the unwanted. That's why everybody dumps it, what they don't want into the sewer pipes. Now, the other problem, insulin. You know, this is a hormone, and when you get, you could get addicted to insulin. So there's another fight that you've got. But you've got to fight the fight. You've got to consume. When you're consuming living foods, if you want, try the superfood blend or a green drink or muscles by nature and add that. That's the best thing I can tell you. Instead of eating a big salad and all that, add a superfood blend or muscles by nature. And, and that's just packed. But again, you can't force muscle. You have to let your body put it on. When you force muscle like bodybuilders on proteins, they're the first to go. When you, and you know, any bodybuilder will tell you that. When you pump and you build your muscles from protein, or what we used to call protein material, those muscles are inferior, and they're the first to go. When you're building muscle from the, from the basics of, of the right foods, you, you don't lose those muscles. There's no reason to lose those muscles. You can fast. You can do things when you're clean. But when you're not, you're seeing your body rearrange itself, clean itself, you know, spit things out of itself. I sneeze, cough, anything to get rid of stuff. Diarrhea, sweating, excessive sweating. You could go into any other type of symptom going through this. You're, you're taking your body out of hellville, because that's where most everybody is, and you're driving it to wellville as fast as you can. You can't expect to eat a few fruit and see the body miraculously change. You got a lot of work ahead of you. And that amount of work ahead of you depends what your eyes look like, because that's your window to the internal world of your lymphatic system, your blood, your cells. And that gives you an idea of what you're up against and also gives you a shining light of how well you're doing in detoxing it. And detox, I'm trying to get rid of that word a little bit because people just don't understand it. We're talking about hydration. We're talking about the body getting rid of unwanted chemistry and mucus from that chemistry and all, all the things like that. Uh, rebuild cells that have been burned or mutated and opening up the pathway to do that. Your body can't get rid of if the pathway is blocked, and we have an obstructive pathway. If your urine is clear, you have an obstructive pathway of your sewer system. My concern beside that is about Lynn Lewis. Okay, is there anything he can do besides eat fatty fruit to up his calories? Not calories. You've got you you've got a resistance in him. You're trying to burn against. And it's not about calories. 
It's about the flow of blood, nerve, and lymph. It's about energy flows and the obstruction to those energy flows. Because when you unobstruct the flow of energy in the human body, blood, nerve, and lymph, you don't hardly need anything to eat. And you go, wait a minute, the calories, you got to have calories. Yeah, really? No way. Uh, you have so much energy, you can't even put your finger on it. It really makes the calorie counters kind of stupid looking at it. Because it's like, really? Play the game? Yeah, play the game. Remove the obstructions to the flow of brain, of blood, nerve, and lymph energies, and you can't believe where you're going. And you don't need to eat a lot of food to do that. Because the food you're eating is full of dynamic energy. You know, the problem with it is, is you can go to a buffet and have two or three plates full, and some people still look like they can eat more, and it's like, what? Yeah, because there's no energy to that food. You know, when you cook it, you just dissipate the energy. Now the bulk is what's filling, right? Is there a natural way to slow it down? So fast metabolism, and she brings up a very good point. And again, talking about the pituitary. How do you get rid of a fast metabolism? Well, what would make a cell or inspire a cell to be more hyperactive? Which side of chemistry would be more likely to do that? Yeah, acids. Oh, 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 okay. Oh, 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 yeah, oh, oh. Absolutely. So whenever I see lymph stagnation, your symptomology will tell you whether you're in a hyper or hyper state, but you will always see one of the two. Because when you start getting agomulated, it suppresses the function of cells. Come on. It suppresses absorption, suppresses elimination, suppresses the ability to smell, to taste, to hear, to think, to feel. You start agglomerating the physical, it reaches into your etheric bodies and starts suppressing them too. He's 67 uh, years old, six foot and 222 pounds. Any advice you have for us would be deeply appreciated. We watch your videos every day. Thank you in advance. I adore you too. Thanks. I appreciate it, honey. Yeah, I mean, that's the only thing I can think about is taking a look at that because, again, my guess, you kind of chronic gut, but uh, also the adrenal glands. I'd be really concerned about his uh, kidney and adrenal, especially at 67. So that's, if you did nothing but got your kidneys and adrenal glands back online and filtering, that little achievement alone is massive. Massive. Ooh. We went back an hour. Okay, I got time for one more. Oh, man, that's a cool name. Love Share. Post-kidney transplant. Holy crap. What in the hell? All right, this is a five foot two. So whether it's a male or female, what's the problem? Right off. Pituitary, no question. 45 years young. United States. Uh... E V E G E N I A. E V E G N A, something. Love share of that. 
115 pounds, post-kidney transplant health. This concerns myself, Dr. Dr. Morris. I am level one alumni, uh, alumni and i super fan of your incredible healing work. I love you, honey. You had a kidney transplant? Holy crap. Damn. My question is, what are your recommendations to upkeep my health after a kidney transplant, which I had months ago? Herbs, foods, protocols. Thank you. Blessed be. Well, in your awareness, hug it. Hug and love that tissue from another person. Make that tissue become part of you spiritually. Okay? At the same time, proteins. Go high protein. Oh, oh, no. That's the quickest way to lose your kidneys. So you don't want any proteins. You want amino acids. Your body has to break proteins back down to what? Oh, amino acids. And you got the polypeptides and peptide stages to go through. Oh, wow, quite a process, right? Yeah, yeah. Energy burn it all, every phase? Yeah. So wait a minute, but I, 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 I'm wanting that energy. Crazy. So I would love that kidney in every way, shape, or form. Don't do the things that make people lose kidneys. And it is the protein, like it or not, that is destroying people's kidneys. And the World Health Organization has already done enough studies to get you to understand that it's damaging your GI tract. This is their big thing, uh, protein linked to GI tract cancer. Well, let's pull it and look at kidney tissue. Under that same, excuse me, <coughs> excuse me, under the same acid sky, what other tissues are being damaged? Because the colon is made of what? Of cells. Oh, my kidneys are made, my kidneys are made of what? Oh, cells too. Oh, so that which might hurt one group of cells, oh, this might hurt a, another group of cells. Damn. Amazing. So, love that kidney. Uh, at least a fruits, berries, and melons. Really soft and gentle food. Powerful in their energy. Powerful in their ATP. But gentle on their loving of tissue like that. Hydrating to it. Because remember, that kidney has to filter. Chances are that kidney wasn't filtering when you put it in. See, this is the, the problem with the, these sort of things. And these guys get me. And we've talked about this before on these uh, dialysis walls. They have these posters that said, you have an extra kidney, donate one. When you think as a physician that there's an extra kidney in the human body, uh, hmm. I don't know whether I'd want to go to that one or not, you know, because that could be a dangerous uh, situation. If you go to a doctor that thinks you have an extra kidney that you can donate to someone else, that means they aren't watching, they're not observing, they can't think outside of their trained box, their trained academic box, and that academic is half wrong. So when you're, when you're taught half wrong, that's how you proceed down the road. It's like I said, when you step out of bed on the wrong foot, it seems like that day keeps going on the wrong foot. You want to start out on the right foot. Always, you know.
But that sort of thing. Vegetables would be your second choices in terms of nice and easy. I would probably stay away from lemons and high astringent foods for a while. Get into the, the grapes and the apples and uh, uh, mangoes and things like that. And, uh, but, you know, nice salads, uh, that sort of thing. You know, dark greens, that sort of thing. Um, but I would look at that toe, what we did with that toe and just fruit. So that sort of thing is how I would keep my, my kidneys well. Protein, nuts, no way. No way. You want to go, you've only had this months ago. So you've got, you've got adhesions, you've got scar tissue, you've got a lot of things to be concerned about. So by going on this alkalizing, hydrating type of program, which is what it's your program anyway, this is the food, natural food of man. This isn't something we made up. Oh, this diet's Dr. Morris's diet. No, this is nature's diet. Nature has a diet for every species. But that's what I would do, sweetheart. And uh, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. I'm a fan of yours too, sweetie. I, I love all of you guys. You know, we're here working together, and I love it. This is a, a big job here. A lot of people, a lot of humans, and a lot of sick people, and a lot of, I don't know, closed consciousness here. Now, oh, I just, I know I, I, I could keep on going forever. Gee, many Christmas. But this one, this gentleman has a, a mechanical heart valve. Oh, my God. So this, no, this is Kathy. Well, this is a male. Yeah, or Callahan, male, United States, 45, has a mechanical heart valve, someone else in the family. Okay, my friend has a mechanical heart valve. He was put on a blood thinning meds and is experiencing dizziness, nosebleeds. He wants off the meds, but was told he will have to be on them for life. Bull crap. Uh, please advise what formulas he might take to replace meds. Thanks so much, love. Kathy. C-A-T-H-Y. I could be pronouncing that one. Okay. Again, what foods clot the blood for you meat eaters? Meat, protein. You want to clot your blood? Take a look at it. You can look at blood through live blood cell analysis, and you can look at the difference in a fruit diet and someone's eating meat. I mean, you can see the nature of that. The nature of chemistry is right in front of your face. The nature of all this is in front of your face. So that's the first thing. You don't want any, this friend of yours that shouldn't do any proteins whatsoever. Mechanical heart valve, Jesus. So now you want to think parathyroid maybe, you know. Was it a tricuspid or mitral valve, one of the two? So that tells me that probably a parathyroid weakness where you have a, 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 you can have any regurgitation level you want there. So he probably had a bad enough one to replace it. But that's what I'm talking about when you can rebuild the mitral valve. You can rebuild the valves like you can rebuild anything, a bunch of cells and two fluids. Remember though, the calcium matrix. Uh, and so Parathyroid is be something I'd be looking at with this individual. Uh, I would be telling them that they want to live on raw foods, maybe some cooked or steamed vegetables, okay. But I would kind of stay away from all the grunge stuff, starches, you know, all your grains, your beans, all of the crap like that, even nuts. And just uh, 
get my body hydrated where everything becomes more fluid. I get my kidneys filtering because there's your connection to congestive heart failure, to the loss of calcium. That's your connection to every problem in the body is your kidneys. That's your eliminative organs and, of course, your skin and the thyroid as well. So when I take the heart formula to strengthen, but he's got a mechanical valve. So you want to think about, again, parathyroids and stuff like that. Tissues have to strengthen, and uh, that's the game I would play is now clean and strengthen. Hydrate and strengthen. Hydrate is cleaning, basically. But... Uh, you know, you wish you could get to some of these people, and, and, and perhaps, because sometimes uh, you can't help them. They're not helpable by their own consciousness and things like this, you know, and they just had to go that route. But um, I'll get in here and try to do some more. This is Thursday. Probably won't see me anymore this week because I can't even tell you the level of work I'm involved in. Oh, my God. I mean... Retirement would have been nice. I'll never retire because it would ask me, you know, this is what I get off on. I get off on you, all of you, getting over your problems. When I see one of you starting to walk and you were in a wheelchair, holy crap, how better could it be? So I love you guys. Take care of yourselves. Try to get another video as soon as I can. And uh, we got some big, powerful store coming up for you. Cool stuff coming. You just hang in there. In the next few years, you're going to see some massive things coming from us. And uh, I think you're going to love the holy heck out of what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, baby. Remember out-of-body travel? Come on.